Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Transform your home in one weekend with paint from Menards. Get a paint that combines durability and gorgeous color. Dutch Boys DuraClean Interior Paint and Primer in One offers stay clean technology, making your home stay beautiful and clean longer. And with Dutch Boys Easy Opening Smooth Pouring Container, transforming your home has never been easier. Save big money on Dutch Boy paints and head into Menards to get your paint project started today. Save big money at Menards. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp here for the Fightful.com podcast. November 9th edition. This is the first of two podcasts we're doing today. We very wisely did not do a podcast last night because I think about Four people would have watched it live. Um, obviously, election night. We will talk about that against my better judgment towards the end of this show. I'm not going to subject anybody who doesn't give a shit about it to it, but uh, yeah, I figure we'll we'll talk about it a little bit, maybe a lot of bit. <laughs> but we 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 had a SmackDown show last night, and I am joined by Jeff Hawkins, by the way, guys. But uh, he he's on some show called Shake Them Ropes. We'll talk about it later. Jeff, I think that this Glasgow crowd got a much better show on Tuesday than what the Raw put out Monday. Jeez, I, th- I thought this was a fun show and a newsworthy show. I, I didn't even realize that that was going to be up for debate. Uh, yeah, SmackDown's fun. There's a lot of shit up for debate today, <laughs> Jeff. Can, can, can I tell you that I, I have come full circle on this whole James Ellsworth story? I yeah. <laughs> I can't help but love it every time it's on screen. I, I, I loved everything about these segments. I enjoyed the hell out of this show up and down for the most part. Um, I, God, I, I'm, I'm loving Alexa Bliss a lot too, but we'll get into all that as we, as we go down. Oh, we'll be going down. All right. Lots of going. <laughs> really? <laughs> no, James Ellsworth. Oh man, this guy, the crowd was so into him. They this were going guano crazy over James Ellsworth. This crowd went crazy over him. And the only thing, the only saving grace of the crowd from raw was them hijacking for Bailey and making the American crowd realize how they're supposed to respond to her. I think in my estimation, but yeah, it, it shocked me that they flew him out for these shows. Good on you, brother. Good on you. And I totally believe from Daniel Bryan that they had to get a passport for him rushed that he didn't have one. Yeah, I believe that too. We, we mentioned the other day on fightful.com that he was in Scotland and I was like, Oh, they're, they're really doing this. They brought him to Scotland. So, uh, hey, cool. Good for him, man. That's awesome. He is an incredibly nice guy. Mm-hmm. Um, just just a, uh, a genuine dude. A genuine dude. But um, I love the, uh, how into this, how into everything the crowd was. It mm-hmm. Really, it's like, man, I wish every crowd were like this. It, but unfortunately, I say that. But WWE doesn't always give people a reason to be like that. The show was fun. Like I said, it was newsworthy. It had stuff that may change the entire landscape of the WWE. It was cool. We we started the show with AJ Styles coming out, running his mouth. He was followed by Dean Ambrose, Bray Wyatt, Luke Harper, Randy Orton, Daniel Bryan, Shane McMahon. 
and James Ellsworth. And, and Baron, I love and that Baron Corbin, yes. And Baron Corbin, <laughs> yes. And I love that AJ Styles is like, nobody's gonna fly him in. Nobody's <laughs> flying James Ellsworth in. The Dean Ambrose is like, oh, well, I did. So <laughs> and then they name James Ellsworth the mascot of Team SmackDown. What do you think of that? Of them making him a mascot? I thought he was going to be at. I thought he was going to be one of the five originally. If you recall, we us going over this. So, him being a mascot or he being at ringside doesn't shock me. the The only question is, of course, the fifty fifty proposition. Does he blow this for SmackDown or does he help them win inadvertently by getting involved? That's the question here. Because it's going to be one of those two things, right? He's either going to blow this again. Or they're doing and all the, or they're doing all these things where he blows it and then he ends up pulling it out in the end for SmackDown and he becomes the big hero. And make no mistake, SmackDown will be the babyface team here. Oh, they have to be. With with Ellsworth and people people like the Wyatt family and you know, they'll like Orton tied in with him and they like AJ Styles and they like Dean Ambrose and they really like Shane McMahon. Yeah, they like Shane. They like Daniel Bryan. They don't like Stephanie, which yeah, which which is counterintuitive to then building a brand versus brand match and hoping that you'll have Raw and SmackDown fans when your general manager is so not well liked and do- goes out of her way to make talent look bad. And it, it it seems like they they're the only ones who don't get this, right? Yeah, it's it's such a weird notion. It's like imagine now. <laughs> Weird that I say uh, Roger Goodell because sometimes he does do shit that, that makes you think, man, he really hates us. Mm-hmm. He really hates us. But if he actively got on TV and he was like, Cam Newton, I hate you. I'm like, damn. <laughs> uh, let's fire this guy first off. Let's get him the hell out of power. Yeah, I don't know. You know, the, the corollary I would use is if, if Goodell came out and goes, you fans need to stop cheering at these games and having fun. <laughs> because we just, we're here to have You a, don't know what's good football. Yeah, we're supposed to have a professional sporting event here, and we're all professionals, and you people are making this happy. Go away. <laughs> I, I have said that I wish that's what Hideo Itami would do in NXT. I wish he would do like a Japanese elitist gimmick. Like, he comes back as a heel because they're going to be short on, like, real good heels. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I don't like that you all make noise. You all need to be respectful. And then he sits (laughs) a few, like, elitist fans at ringside who will just, like, clap. And I think that would work for him. Yeah. I think that would really work. And you can keep it really limited, too. Because what he's done, he's not captured my interest. Well, he's barely had a chance to capture my interest. But it is what it is. Uh, Corbin just pieces out he's like see ya and says he's not gonna team up with them and then shane puts him in a match with kalisto this really showed off how much of an asshole that baron corbin is but it got kalisto over and reintroduced him a little bit as well i thought that was good jeff i thought it was interesting corbin's acting abilities have a little bit to be desired for me oh hell yeah they do but I liked that they're giving Kalisto a little bit of heat and even a little bit of intrigue here going into the match with Kendrick for the cruiserweight title, which I think there's a chance he could win it because that whole stipulation of the division coming over, then that would give them an excuse to have them there for the taping of 205. But then again, you know, they made this big deal by them being on Raw. So either way, I could see it. But it does lend itself to some intrigue, even though it's... (laughs) The, the 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 bad part about this is neither of the guys involved for the future of of the division are quote unquote the new guys that they're using to build this division, so to speak. Yes, that's a well, and, and Brian Kendrick is the only one with any semblance of character. By yes. the way, we had that news as it broke on Fightful dot com. We do live viewing parties of every wrestling show, WWE, TNA. Uh, every M- major MMA show, Fight Pass, uh, UFC. We got a big one for 205 this Saturday, guys. You need to be there for that. Also, we have a podcast later this evening with Showdown Joe previewing the event. Uh, also, lots of interviews, exclusives, podcasts, all that cool stuff. Fightful.com, check it out. Share the page, all that cool stuff. But yeah, the, the thing that I liked about how they transitioned this, Jeff, is. 
Miz and Maurice are backstage with Shane and Daniel Bryan, and they say, why the hell would you risk putting the, ti- the Intercontinental title up uh, in a match against Sami Zayn, Dolph Ziggler versus Sami Zayn? And they said, well, I'll tell you why. Because we believe in our team and because Raw agreed to put the Cruiserweight title up on the line in the same manner. That makes sense. I love that. Mm-hmm. It's two brands that are confident in their stars. And this really it puts a lot of things into question. I don't know who's going to win that Cruiserweight title match, Jeff, because SmackDown is essentially three hours now. It's just the third hour is going to be on the network. Because that 205 Live, you know, it's it would make sense if they ended up on SmackDown because for travel and filming and things like that, it would it would well, I don't know. It it makes sense and it also then makes sense for the other move that we didn't go into at the beginning of the show, Tom Phillips now being in the booth for SmackDown, Jeez. which is four people. I think they're eventually gonna take Morrow off of SmackDown and put him just on the 205 show. I really do. Jesus. I think that's the play here for some reason. Don't quote me on that. A four-man booth is bad, but to me it seems it screams of they're going to eventually split off one of these guys into other projects, and I think it's going to be the guy that's not quote-unquote theirs, so to speak. Horrible. Horrible. I'm genuinely interested in seeing how the cruiserweight situation goes, though. I agree. Uh, I, th- I think it's great how they set it up. It's mm-hmm. great they made they made a lot of sense of it. it it's oh. what we wanted. It's it's we want actual stakes for these matches, for these five on five matches, or for the guys who are participating. And instead, we're getting yeah. them for the minor titles, which only helps the minor titles. Yeah, that's good too. Also, guys, forgot to mention up on Fightful, we've added new photo galleries. Go check those out. Uh, that's something we've been working on for a long time. Also, we finally revamped our forums to the V Bulletin format. We're going to be doing some contests on there, giving away Phil Singer games, DVDs, Blu-rays, other games, autographed books, cool stuff like that. Go over and register at Fightful.com. Use the forums to be eligible for those. Oh, let's have an on-air production yeah. meeting right now. What are we sure. doing about what are we doing about 205 Live? <sighs> I can't. I can't have you stay up an extra hour. Like I can you, do what it. What time do you get up? And, I can do it. Can you? Yeah, I'll do it. Oh man, I hate. I hate the thing I like about Tuesdays is I can actually get work done early enough. Right. I know. I know the feeling because I'm having the same feeling. Trust me. I, I don't like that it's now as long as raw. But you know, if it, if it has to happen, it has to happen. Right. I'll cross that bridge at okay. a later time. Okay, okay. Based, and, based on demand of our audience and stuff like that. Because end, end of meeting then. <laughs> well, we do shows every damn day at Fightful. It's not like something's <laughs> going to go like really uncovered. Uh, some stuff does, but only the things that deserve to go uncovered. Vaude Villains versus Brizongo. Uh, Brizongo are going all in with this fashion police gimmick, and I love it. Love it. Did you did you it's did you see awesome. did you see Talking Smack? I, I didn't. I saw like some Bliss's segment, but that's it. They were brilliant on talking smack because I'm sure they were. Um, Daniel Brown was trying to throw them off, and they were just rolling with the punches and and handing out tickets to, to, <laughs> to both uh, Renee and to Daniel Bryan. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty darn good. They they uh, they're entertaining both of them. I mean, if you've watched the videos on. Uh, on WWE.com that they were doing backstage setting up this whole angle. It, it, it's uh, pretty darn good. I could be happier for them to be the fifth team over the Vaude Villains. I mean, not that I don't like the Vaude Villains, but I think Brizongo has such potential to be something in this division. If they can kind of break out of the whole mid-card thing, and the way to do that is for, in Vince's eyes at least, is to be entertaining, and they're definitely entertaining completely agree somebody in the comment section says show off your retro sweater sean i'm a big fan of retro sweaters oh nice there we go there we go if i had known that i would have worn my retro sweatshirt today oh man i love them like i love the things i need to get some chicago bulls ones as well somebody says srs for governor i probably have too many skeletons in my closet skeletons that i don't even know existed that people would dig up like they would go they would they would find something, I'm sure. I'm I'll sure g- they would. I'll give them something. 
Shit. It may not be true, but I'll give them something. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody says Brizongo is so underutilized. Hopefully that changes. They beat the VOD oh, yeah. villains here. They beat the VOD villains here, and they got a spot in that tag match. Good. They deserve a spot in that tag match. Mm-hmm. They have been doing good stuff on the Fallout segments for quite a while, so I was happy to see them get a win. We had Natalia versus Naomi. Uh, Nikki Bella was ringside. Carmella came out to screw with Nikki. Uh, Nikki hit her with a forearm. Natty with the worst whistle on God's green earth. God. <laughs> or she didn't know how to use it. What are the two? Jeez, oh. band whistles from WWE for, or from wrestling. First off, I didn't like it. I didn't like it when the coach did it in the early '90s with Mr. Perfect. I didn't Bill like Alfonso. it when Bill Alfonso did it. <laughs> And it's ruined ECW on the WWE Network for me. What about Titus O'Neil? Every- Did you like Titus O'Neil's whistles? <laughs> Those are probably the least annoying whistles I've ever seen. <laughs> I feel like whoever invented whistling in general was a real douchebag. Because it serves very little purpose outside of a few melody for pop songs. And just annoying the living shit out of people. Look, you're a Kentucky fan. You never get whistles anyways. Well played. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, Naomi beat Natalia here. Uh, You know, I called for Naomi to be better in the ring. She wasn't bad in the ring. I like – she did this, like, spinning sit-out jawbreaker that I like. Uh, That would be a much better finish than her ramming her ass into people's faces (laughs) at, at, at low velocity. Also, her entrance was pretty damn cool. Like, it's always cool, but yeah. last night it was really cool. She was really into it, and it seemed like the fans were really into it last night, so I think that helped. But yeah, teasing more dissension in Ugh. Team SmackDown. Yeah. Cool, man. Cool. So some of the members of Team SmackDown, who all – okay, Kane was <laughs> announced for this this SmackDown six-man tag. Mm-hmm. And it's like SmackDown seemed like the smarter team until you keep putting members of your team against each other. I don't both, why both shows are doing this though. I mean, they did this on Raw. It's dumb. It's it's, so it's dumb. terrible. It's it's terrible. It's to fuel the story of can these guys all get along once they go into uh, what's the terminology they're using? Fantasy brand or brand fantasy warfare. Whatever dumb they they literally think they're doing uh, Avengers Civil War here on every single level, and they're not because I, I I still think these guys at heart, if you're writing it correctly, are mercenaries. So they'd be willing to give up their their hatred if if there was if the price was right, you know, kind of thing. And you and you'd save the dissension for one team as opposed to all six teams. In all three matches, it's it's ridiculous. It's a lack of creativity and it's a lack of foresight because nobody wants to see. They want a reason to root for the team if you're going to do this angle, not a reason to watch the team self destruct. Nobody likes watching their favorite sports team self destruct, and you and I have lived through some Bengals teams oh, that have yeah. self destructed, and nobody wanted to see that. Nobody was rooting you for think, defense think- over offense. Let me ask you something. Mm-hmm. We'll talk a little football for about one minute. Okay. Do you think the Bengals have a new kicker by next Sunday? No. They have tried some out. I don't think. I don't think they replace Nugent. I, I don't. I think. I think Mike Brown is both loyal and uh, cheap. Ugh. Yeah. I don't like. If, if not, I hate not for him. If oh. not for him, the Bengals would be in first place right oh, now. Oh, I know. I'm not a fan of Nugent at all, but. Let's put it this way. I lived through Shane Graham. So that's true. It's very true. Apollo Cruz versus Kurt Hawkins. I don't know the point of this. It's 50 50 booking. Kurt Hawkins is dead in the water. Holy crap. The, the, to do this to Apollo Cruz, just send him back. Yeah. Send him back. <laughs> mackerel. I mean, he's had one good night, I think, and that was his debut on Raw. I think that has been his only good night on the main roster. He is, he is much more useful in NXT right now, both on the road and on screen. Because there are some people that might say, oh, hey, Apollo Crews might not know what NXT is. Check those NXT lineups and say, you know what? I'll go check out this NXT show. I know mm-hmm. who Apollo Crews is. 
uh, send him back. I, I it's agree. okay. Yeah. Bring him back as a heel. That's cool. That might work. Wyatt family versus James Ellsworth, Dean Ambrose, and Kane. <laughs> What's the plan, Kane? Don't tag. That was so <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> this was everything it needed to be. Yeah. It really yeah. was. The story that this match laid out, just <laughs> with the climax of everybody cheering yes as Ellsworth tags in <laughs> and then gets his ass beat. Fucking perfect. And- Absolutely perfect. And it kept the Wyatt family looking really strong as a new unit yeah. with Bray, with Randy Orton involved. <laughs> I'm still I'm still imagining the visual of him, you know, very sheepishly tagging in. Like looking, like looking around. He was really milking the shit too. Oh, He's like, God, yes. And then they he tags and was like, here it comes. Yes, sweet Abigail chin music, people. sweet chin music, and then no boom. chin music. Yeah, no, no chin, chin music. music. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. It was great. It was absolutely fantastic. I couldn't have asked for a better segment to end. And Booker T's going on his radio show and Booker T, I think the world of you, but saying James Ellsworth is old. You you how dare you? How dare you? James Ellsworth has been the glue. He has been the glue on this show. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, to think that this guy got over is a minor miracle in itself. But, you know, I don't care how young you are. I care how you play the part. I care if you're good at what you're doing. If if he was 40, I don't, how old is he? Do you know? Who is it? Sorry. James Ellsworth. Oh, he's not 40. He's like no, no. 31. Exactly. He, he's not that old. Let, let's not, I mean, he plays. No, no, no. Saying that his act was old. Oh, his act was old. Oh, okay. Yes. I thought you were saying he was old in age. Um, I can see a little bit of fatigue in that, but they keep doing new and interesting things and they're building to something. So I, I have really no issue with it. Let's see. Last night, SmackDown. Who boy. 1.921 million viewers. Oh, we skipped a match. We'll get back to okay. it. Okay. <laughs> 1.921 million viewers. That's uh, you know, it ain't great, but given the competition, I mean, can you can you blame that rating? No, I can't. I know what I was watching last night, and I know what I watched on DVR in about 50 minutes today. Mhm. What match did we miss? Uh, Becky Lynch and... We did miss. Uh, that's the real main event anyway. Yeah. And it's actually up on my screen right now. They set this up to further the angle, obviously. Becky Lynch, after getting dominated through most of the match, rolls Alexa Bliss over into the disarmer, submits her, but Becky or but Alexa's foot had reached the ropes. There should have been a rope break. How far do you think this goes? What they have like what roadblock or TLC? TLC is the December show. You think it goes all the way to TLC? Yes. I'll ask you this. I'll ask you this. Okay. Do you think those two get a TLC match? Yes. I think they get a stipulation match of some kind uh, to match Hell in a Cell. Uh, I really liked this match a lot. I think this is one of Becky's better performances. I like that it was it was pure. Almost pure sport for her up until, you know, she got into the straight fire, firing up the crowd thing. But up until then, you know, selling the arm, things of that nature. Look, Alexa Bliss's facials and and just gestures and everything are so great up here. And they, they tell the story. My, my only drawback is, is these finishes that they're booking where they're almost being too cute by half by having to require timing to get like a foot on the ropes as she's tapping when it was obvious she had a reach of the ropes twice before that, you know, it's the old Baron Corbin when he was short arming it and, and they call that yes. tapping. It, it's, it's a clever idea, but it, perhaps it's a little bit too clever kind of thing. I mean, but I have no problem with this feud going on. I enjoyed the match. I thought Becky so the Armwell did a lot of great athletic stuff here. I love the Quentin Jackson spot with the power bomb uh, on the arm bar. Uh, I like that this wasn't goofball, jokey Becky or 
smug sports entertainment Becky. This was sports Becky. This was NXT Becky. That's the Becky I want mostly. So, um, you know, nothing but high praise for this for me. Outside of Becky's shitty drop kicks, I thought this was phenomenal. (laughs) Who has a good drop kick for the women? Nobody, and they they don't take them very well either. Like, I I can't count the number of people I've been sent videos of saying, you got to check this person out. And without fail, they the the bump timing on a drop kick is so messed up. But man, I love these two. I think Alexis facial expressions, we we said this a million times, just the best. The best since William Regal in wrestling. Mm -hmm. Not just not just in WWE for me, not just among the women. The best since William Regal, maybe ever for me. Vince McMahon gives her a run for her money. Like it's it's those three, in my opinion. William Regal, Vince McMahon, Alexa Bliss. I love the minor move that she does where she has a downed opponent and she's going to the turbuckle and she just steps on him on the way. Yep. I think that's such a great little dismissive thing yeah. that she does. Uh, yeah, she's, she's really shining on this main roster since being brought one of One of my favorite things, to go back and look, like when it, she really embraced it, she had that just nightmare of a match with Mary Dobson Yeah, at NXT. You remember that? Yeah. And she was like, I'm just going to save this by being a complete and total jerk. (laughs) And she beat the living shit out of Mary Dobson. Mm -hmm. Like Mary Dobson almost killed her. And Alexa Bliss was like, I'm going to save this. I'm going to stiff her and I'm going to make this work. And it worked for her. And Man, you want to talk about a transformation. What what happens when you get a little bit of character? Who says that Apollo Crews couldn't do this? Right. Yeah, no, he can play heel very easy. I, I think uh, something to look out for is during this five-on-five five match on, on the uh, Survivor Series show, how Alexa and Sasha Banks get along with one another in the ring. Sasha's, uh, I believe, has broken her nose a few times yeah. <laughs> accidentally. Perhaps. Uh, Alexa Bliss played to the crowd very well. WDB doesn't a lot of times like for wrestlers to play to the crowd, but right. she does it very, very well. Mm-hmm. And I think it's something you should do a little more often. Why not? That's something they pick up in NXT, but then when they get to the main roster, a lot of times they're told not to do it. I, I don't understand that. I don't understand the veneer of professionalism when, when there are so many things that aren't professional on here. He views it as I, unprofessional, I, doesn't he? But, I will like, say... Like to the degree Dana Brooke does it is a little weird. Like yes. Dana Brooke is very like NXT live event interact with the crowd with people. When, she's when house got, show. You know what she is? She's house show on TV. She comes off very big yes. and very broad and doing it that way. And that's why it comes off so hokey is, is that it's very house show Southern wrestling that Vince probably doesn't care for. But uh, yeah, I think Alexa does it well. And for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, like the, some of you may never been to a live event, much less one around here. There's a lot of like stalling and stuff like that. I watched <laughs> Eugene work a match and it went 12 minutes. And I'm not kidding you. Seven and a half of those were him trying to shove his thumb up the ass of an opponent. I watched Shark Boy the next month at this same place work a 12 minute match. Seven and a half minutes of that match were him trying to bite the ass. Of his opponent. Uh, I watched Al Snow work a 12-minute match the following month at the same place. And seven and a half minutes of it were were him trying to attack someone with head and playing to the crowd with that. There's there are a lot of like stuff, there's a lot of stuff like that that they pick up and playing to the crowd a little too much is is Mm -hmm. one of those. But Alexa Bliss does it in such a natural, natural manner. Like it's very, very, very good. Over the moon about Alexa Bliss. Mm -hmm. So should we talk about this election? As little as need be, but yes. You and I I have a differing opinion on on one thing that's not political that has to do with the election, and I read that today. You want to go to a straight popular vote, and I... I, No, 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 no. I do not want to go to a straight popular vote. Okay. I thought I you wanted. Not, to get, I thought you wanted to get rid of the electoral college, and I was like, oh. I would like for them to electoral the electorals. I think that more split votes should be 
Okay. In acting. Like main, like like on a on a yes. percentage basis. Okay. Yeah, I right. think it's because I mean, here's the thing: neither one, neither the electoral or the popular, really favor Republicans. Right. Uh, popular absolutely favors Democrat. I mean, we've seen the popular mm-hmm. vote go to Democrats six of the last seven elections. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Dot com and check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Elections, but um, I don't want to say the electoral favors Republicans, but it it, it betters their chances for sure. Mm. But it certainly doesn't favor them. I like I said, I would like to see more splits, more representation of the representation. Now I don't want us to really reveal who we're gonna vo- who we voted for or anything like that. I had major issues with got the top four candidates, <laughs> like all the way down to like Gary Johnson, like seeming quite frankly. And I'm very like right down the middle on, on a lot of these things because I think that anybody that's too far left or too far right doesn't have the best interest of everybody at mind. I said this on Facebook. Donald Trump is not an ideal president for me. But I am a 31-year-old white dude in Kentucky who gets paid by Canadians. This isn't going to affect me. It's not going to really change a whole lot for me. I want to buy a house. I might change that because I don't know how how things will work. But, I mean, it it might change a lot for my black friends, for my Muslim friends, for my Hispanic friends, for my my friends who are farmers who rely, quite frankly, on – illegal immigrants to do some of the work that 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 citizens or that the residents don't want to do uh that that might have an effect that might change things for us it it might change things for women i don't it's really weird because i certainly wasn't comfortable with with a hillary clinton and i certainly wasn't comfortable with a donald trump but i sure as hell wasn't comfortable with gary johnson or jill stein either i was just like Shit, let's pack it in and do this thing over in four years. And uh, I don't know. We'll elaborate. Uh, your your thoughts, Jeff? I live in California, so it doesn't matter which way I vote. <laughs> I live in Kentucky, so there you go. Um, I live through a lot of elections now. Worry when it's time to worry. Trump was nowhere near ideal to the point where. I considered even not voting because I just didn't find either of the candidates palatable, but then you realize it's your duty to vote as an American. So I did, but you know, I was surprised cause I thought when Fairfax County hadn't been called in Virginia, I thought that was going to be the wave. And then I went to bed, I woke up and found out who president was. I didn't stay up for this that I thought it was a foregone conclusion. Um, you know, look, my, spirituality so to speak lends me to think that the things on earth are not quite as important as overall you know mankind i mean how you treat one another is more important than everything else so that's how i'm going with it i'm neither happy nor upset i will worry about do i have concerns oh god yes i have a crap ton of concerns but on the other hand, I don't have such an identity in the political process that it keeps me up at night worrying about it. I will worry about things when it's time to worry about them. Well, I mean, we—I've gotten a lot more into it. I have a lot of. Let's months. put this we, like, I'll put this in the filter of all my friends. Most of my friends in California are very, very politically active and yeah. very, very activist-minded, and they think this is the end of the world. And I'm, I, and I'm a history student, a former history student. So I know that there, there have been potentially 
worst presidents in the 19th century than what, what we had choices for here. So, oh, sure. We might, we might have had one a decade ago. So, like, I like to think that I have the best interests that everybody, for everybody at mind and situation because mm-hmm. healthcare was a big issue. And I've seen two sides of that. When I was real poor trying to make it in this business, yeah. Obamacare, boy, did that help me out. Hot damn, it helped me out. Uh, that and DDP yoga is the reason why I'm able to do this with my arms right now <laughs> instead of staying in one position and moving like this. It's the reason why I'm able to go train, why I'm able to play sports when I want to. That's cool. As a middle-class person, like since I basically since I started working at Wrestling Inc. and what culture, things like that, it's been a big thorn in my side. But I would like to think that you know I, I took one for the team to help people who didn't have it as well as me. Like I said, 31-year-old white dude from Kentucky, middle class, uh, that, that's basically the extent to how I am affected. I will, give a, I will give a plug to an article, and it's not by a political journal of any kind, but it perfectly captured, I think, if anybody out there is really bothered or perplexed on how Trump could win this election. There's an article on cracked. I think the title of it is something, the effect of how Trump made half of America lose their shit. That perfectly encaptures what this election was about. And it was about classism and you've, you've had it. The, the town I'm from was at one of those one industry towns. It perfectly tells you the kind of people that Trump appealed to. And it wasn't just, you know, mouth breathing, drooling, morons it was you know people who lived in these small towns that got decimated by certain things and are now looking for jobs and things of that nature so crack.com a a beacon of light in an otherwise dark world yeah and i hate the notion that everybody that voted for trump is a racist that that isn't the case that that absolutely isn't the case but um there are a lot of people that see this as the last ditch effort for white supremacists. Okay. Hey, with some of the stuff that has come out, I, I can see that, but maybe it's a last ditch effort for people who want to make their own decisions on healthcare. Uh, maybe it's uh, a very, not a last ditch effort by any means of those who want to take government in a much different direction. One of the things I like about Donald Trump is that he is not as far as we know, bought and paid for. That's one of the things that he promoted. There's also a candidate named Bernie Sanders who wasn't a self-admitted sexual assailant who also built his campaign on that. Uh, some people said he was a, a, a one-topic candidate, things like that, but I, I don't know. I think there were a lot more comparisons outside of immigration and stuff like that between Bernie Sanders and Donald Trump than a lot of people would care to admit, especially on things like that. One, there are a couple things that, that do leave me optimistic, and I'm going to try to stay optimistic about this, although there is no way I thought that Donald Trump should have been president. There was a situation last year where he was, I think, at a debate, and a few of the candidates said, you donated money to us, and he said – yeah, and then when I called you and I needed something, you were there. It's not my fault that you're a part of a screwed-up system. I'm not going to be a part of that. I was like, hey, cool. I can identify with that. I think a major problem is there aren't a lot of people, even within her demographic, that could identify with Hillary Clinton. Yeah, I, I like I'd that say she. That. I like that she stood up for, for LGBT and minorities and women's rights, all those things are very important, but there are a lot of people who just couldn't identify with her as really having never been through a struggle and neither has Donald Trump, which is even more mind boggling. No, I'll, it was I'll clarify. Hard to identify with either one of these guys. I'll clarify for you. Donald Trump had stood for something. You may not have liked what it was, but it was something. It was clear. It was certain policy things. He didn't have answers to how he'd get there, but he stood for them. Hillary basically ran on general good tidings and saying, let's all come together. And people are going to gravitate towards a definite rather than a general. It's just, it's, it's really, really, 
All right, politic Weird. time over. Let's talk wrestling or, or it's, it's not. UFC. It's not over. There's not a lot of wrestling to talk about right now. It's not really. Somebody says, "Was anybody a politician before they came one?" Became one. Um, pre- somebody says neither was Reagan. Yes, Reagan absolutely was a politician before he became president. Uh, don't, he, was governor, don't he, was, he was he was governor of California. He was head of the Screen Actors Guild, and uh, you yes. know, that, I mean that that is being politically active, whether people want to admit that or not. Yes. Is, Definitely. Uh, my question is, what's this generation's AIDS and cocaine going to be, Jeff? Wow, really? <laughs> Jeez, you got heavy on so- you got heavy on this show quick. <laughs> Just trolling. Let's see. Uh, Netflix for both. No. Um- <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, uh, ultimately, the, the thing is, we all have to be responsible for ourselves and for others, too. I mean, we can't let some of the topics that were used to run a campaign on that appealed to some less than desirable people become the direction that we take the country. And speeches from both Trump and Obama said what they needed to say in that direction, sort of. You know, Trump called to to bring everybody together, but... Man, this was a real shit show, Jeff. <laughs> it was booked like professional wrestling, if you want to do that. Because was. I wasn't, I wasn't, was. I, the hope spot I was watching happened before I went to bed, where everybody was like, Trump's leading in Virginia. And he's starting to show strong in North Carolina and Ohio. And I went, ah, eh, this is a fake. Here comes the Hillary to hulk up and come back and get the win. Also, Rhino didn't win. He wasn't going to win. I don't know why Fox Sports reported that he won. That was weird. That was weird because I originally thought he had won, and then they they took it back, and there was no way he was going to win that district. Not a chance. Not a chance. And imagine if he wasn't a famous professional wrestler, how bad it would be. Jesus. Somebody says Jesse the body Ventura versus Donald Trump. He's threatening to run. I say uh, Jesse threatening Jesse's to run. Jesse's Jesse's heat has left. There's no way. Yep. He, I mean, that's possibly the most shocking election statewide of my lifetime because I remember watching yep. that on TV and them going, "You're not going to believe this," but neither the Democrat nor the Republican won in Minnesota. Jesse Ventura. And I just went, what? Yeah, <laughs> I remember. I was in like eighth grade and those results came in and i was like what how'd that happen i did a spit dick as i recall it <laughs> like that just just now, could not I believe think we can agree that nothing uh, nothing that can happen in the next four years in our country can be as bad as that nbc produced jesse ventura movie that came out shortly after oh jeez oh man that was that was an insult to every American, every wrestling fan. Jesus, like they they insinuated that Jesse Ventura was ringside for the Montreal screw job in which it happened less than two years prior. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, I think it was. I think the guy wrestling with regret. Is that the guy? Brian Zane did a mm-hmm. great recap on that thing. Oh, geez. It's so good. Well, no, his recap is really good on it. Wrestling with regret <laughs> on the Jesse Ventura movie. That was, as I like to say, guys, a duty. It was so bad. It was terrible, man. Either way, guys, let's like each other. Mm-hmm. So what was the injury that Rashad Evans went down with? He didn't go down with an injury. Or was it, it just – was he, ju- he just got pulled? I think it was weight cutting then, wasn't it? It had to be, right? Did you see him? Did you see that picture? No, it's, it's, something, it's something in relation to his physical. It, in New York didn't clear it, and apparently he said huh. he doesn't know what's wrong, but that fight is off. We'll talk about that more tonight. We're doing a show at 8 p.m. with Showdown Joe previewing this weekend's big UFC 205 show. We got shit. All week long. Mm-hmm. I'm talking features, all kinds of stuff. We're, we're covering Bellator Friday night, too, from Tel Aviv, Israel. I've got an interview with uh, welterweight champion Andre Koreshkov that goes up on the site. But, yeah, that fight was pulled. I feel bad for Tim Kennedy. After two years, he's finally getting a fight. And Yeah. 
I'm a big Tim Kennedy Not fan. I, I have nothing but respect yeah. for Tim Kennedy for still training and fighting and then and then being on active reserve and having to take time off and then coming back and then the injury, of course. But, man, I was hoping they'd find someone for him to fight so I could watch him. Yeah, I wanted to see him fight. And he didn't seem too keen on the idea of fighting for the UFC after this. Now, he said that they treated him very, very well in this situation. So that's good. WWN Live announces a new contract with Matt Riddle, Fightful.com Zone. Now, we, of course, reported this last Thursday. And a quote from Matt when I asked him, what does this mean? What are you allowed to do? And he says, and I quote, I can do whatever the fuck I want, bro. That's the most Matt Riddle quote to ever be Matt Riddled. Yes. Then he goes on to say that he can't work for Ring of Honor and TNA. So oh. there is a <laughs> <laughs> um, but, Actually, you know what? That makes it the most Matt Riddle quote to ever be. Yeah, I love it. If you all didn't see last week's show with Matt Riddle, it is up now for non-members. Oh. It was our best show possible. It was our it's best fan- show we've ever done. It's fantastic. I, I love I tried- Matt Riddle. For, for a while, I tried to force it into being like a news show. Then I was like, I'm going to bullshit with this guy for an hour every week. And it was much better. Much better. Uh, so tomorrow's Matt Riddle show will be open to non-members from the jump. Because we're going to be talking some UFC 205. And I don't want that to be yeah, – it'll, be it'll be past its expiration date by the time we make those – open to non-members. But I do highly encourage you to go over to Fightful.com, register uh, for a free account. Go use our forums. We want to make that like a destination for you guys. From pro wrestling, boxing, MMA, old school wrestling, uh, I've got a thread up there about network recommendations that people, like things on the network maybe people haven't seen that we recommend to, to others. We have music, TV, movies, video game forums, all kinds of cool stuff there. Action figure forums. Lots of stuff uh, open for you guys there. I got a big point on SmackDown we got to get to that we forgot in our rundown. Yeah, what is it? Shane McMahon now being in this match. What does it all mean? Does this mean, are we getting Brock Shane for WrestleMania? You think? I hope not, because that's a stupid-ass match for WrestleMania. I agree. I, I was a little bit upset with the tease of Daniel Bryan, although you know he has to get his digs in. Hey, I can't compete here, but yeah, I yeah that... So, uh, if this if that match were happening at a Royal Rumble, cool. It's like Goldberg Lesnar. Mm-hmm. I don't want that at a WrestleMania again. But if you're giving it to me on a Survivor Series, I'll take that. Sure, yeah. whatever. I'm I'm not. I can't say I'm not spending my whole week covering Survivor Series because I will be. But I spent a couple of months just pumped for the first Lesnar Goldberg match. And when that happened at WrestleMania 20, man, was I so disheartened and. Just upset and sad. Alex Palowski has a nice feature on the site. WWE Hall of Famer is more fit to be president than Donald Trump. I think Alex is taking this a bit hard, huh? <laughs> he is. He is. Um, but hey, understandably so. This is this has been a circus. Oh yeah, and it was going to be a circus either way. Oh yeah. Had Hillary Trump, Trump or Hillary Clinton won, this would have still been a circus. Oh yeah, there, there's no way this yeah. was this is the worst election in any of our lifetimes, probably. <laughs> Harambe got over fifteen thousand votes. What? Harambe got over fifteen thousand votes, Jeff. Oh gee. Well, if a dead gorilla can <laughs> do this office, <laughs> as if I wasn't in the middle of enough shit storms. I live forty five minutes away from where this all went down. <laughs> this situation now. I'm oh, so it's a local so it's a local candidate for you. It is. It's a local candidate. You know me. I always pull for the hometown guy. <laughs> I do. But people always ask me, like it's so funny. Like Harambe is not a thing I expect to get asked about a lot. And I get asked about it a lot being from this wow. area. Okay. It's so weird, like at least once a week. And I'm like, why the why do you give a shit what I care about Harambe? But I think I've made it known before. Here's my thing. I'll go ahead and Address this political. Yes. Oh, God. We've lost half our listeners. Here go the other it's, no, no, no. Our listener, our viewership right now is really good. Oh, like, no. I'm like, Sean I'm Ross Sapp, saying, quick, Sean Ross Sapp is talking politics. Everybody log on. 
No, I'm serious. I'm looking at our numbers right now, and I'm like, <laughs> we should probably move this show to Wednesday afternoons permanently. That's how good our numbers are right now. Okay. So <laughs> some dumbass parents weren't watching their kid. It got into yeah. a uh, got into an enclosure that it shouldn't have been in. Some ill-prepared zookeepers thought that capping a gorilla was the best idea. Ooh, maybe not the best idea. And because of that, they've been reminded of this repeatedly. They're dumb. The parents are dumb. The zoo is dumb. And I love the fact that they are constantly reminded of how friggin' dumb they are. I'm glad. I'm glad that they can't open their Twitter up well, let me, let me without have you. being reminded. I'm glad that they can't play a game of WWE 2K16 or Madden without seeing the team, the Cincinnati Harambees, being created on those. <laughs> uh, custom characters, one of the most downloaded characters on 2K17 is Harambee. There are custom courts on NBA games for Harambee. Custom teams made. I like that they can't live this down because it was dumb and irresponsible. Well, hold on, hold on. Let me make you step in it a little then. Why was it dumb to shoot? Because the kid... What's the alternative? Had it coming. Oh, no, 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 no! no. <laughs> Just kidding, just kidding. <laughs> oh, that went down a path I did not nah. expect. Okay. No, absolutely not. The kid did not have it coming. The kid didn't know any better. The kid yeah. didn't know any better. They did what they thought was best in the moment. But, man, you would think that there would be better measures in place. I would agree, and I'd agree with the safety thing. My, my problem is, and here's where I step in it, I don't equate human life with animals. So given the choice, I'm saving the kid because the gorilla doesn't have dreams to go to law school exactly. I respect it as a living thing. But given the choice between human life and animal life, I, I'm going with team human because I am one. <laughs> Hey, yeah, sure. I'm cool with that. I mean, Me too. protect the life of the human over the animal. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> this is for a, sure. This is a beast but, that we have enclosed in a capturing. I expect it to act yes. like a beast. I don't expect it to go. Oh, look, yes. a child here. Have it. Back. Well, the fact that, that there was a way that that child got in there. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, absurd. Let's absurd. put absurd. Look, if I was if I put a child in prison, I would expect it to be able to break out because children are the most resourceful little things in the in God's green earth for some reason yes. they do things humans can't do and how he got in there i have no idea but yeah well, we saw a gorilla do a podcast with us last monday i thought alex was harambe for a while somebody says have you ever heard of an effing tranquilizer well here's why that doesn't work okay it it takes it takes time long. it takes time and they didn't know and they did it boy man that gorilla dragged the living shit out I, of that have, I have obviously angered someone by when they say, have you heard of an effing tranquilizer? Well, okay. Yeah. yeah. I've heard of cyanide too. If they had that available. I yeah. It, it, that. Just, it takes, it takes too long, but I feel like there should just be something else better. Somebody says, send that gorilla to suplex city. I guarantee you there ain't anybody walking this earth. That's going to send a gorilla to suplex city. Nope. Uh, the gorilla sent the kid to suplex city. Oh, God, yes. Jeez. Saw that. Jeez, man. So, I mean, I am glad that the, the Cincinnati Zoo is constantly reminded of how dumb they were in taking preventative measures and solving the situation. Now, you got to protect the kid's life. I'm cool with that. I can't believe we have spent half this show talking about this ship. That's the state of America right now. Oh, and if you want to shoot the parents, I'm fine with that, too. <laughs> Jeez. They might be from around here, so I, I don't want to. Okay, never mind. Yeah, this is... Our show is doing very well right now. Leave us thumbs up, guys. <laughs> For right now. <laughs> Big news. Big news. Hmm? iTunes is here, guys. We got the iTunes going. Hopefully, uh, I'm hoping I can, uh, maybe later tonight I can get this one rolling. Or the the, the Joe show going. Uh, I've been sent instructions on how to do it. We've been approved, all that stuff. So iTunes should be ready. Also, you can download it on MP3 at our site, fightful.com slash podcast. Stay on the lookout for columns from Aaron Hyden. All kinds of cool stuff from him. We got one from Jimmy Van coming up. All kinds of stuff from David Tease this week. Uh, Anna Bauert's segment uh, did very, very well last week. We had her on the Monday show as our friend Trina is still absent. Um, as I mentioned, guys, 
Vince Russo, unfortunately, no longer uh, working with Fightful. We, to, for those of you who didn't see how that went down, Vince was not motivated to watch wrestling or cover wrestling before a passing in his family, and he sure as hell wasn't afterwards. So we didn't feel it was right to hold him to a contract that you know it wouldn't have, he wouldn't have been happy. We certainly wouldn't have been happy with his output, and you all would not have been happy with his output. <laughs> So we, we just thought it was better to, to go a different direction for everybody. And uh, Vince is still doing a lot of non-wrestling stuff on on uh, the Realm Network, and he's doing the Rocky Mountain Pro thing. But, you know, uh, unfortunately, we got to talk about a little more than Rocky Mountain Pro on our shows and in our columns and stuff, but we wish him luck with that. But nothing but love for Vince. He uh, did a lot of great work for us and was very integral in building this site. When I came here, I didn't know what was going to happen. When Jimmy Van hired me, I was like, well, who the hell else are they going to bring on? He told me he was going after Vince Russo, and I was like, that's cool. It's a familiar face. It's somebody I have chemistry with. And uh, I'll say this. Jimmy Van has given this website every single thing I have asked for it, including Alex Palowski full-time, Showdown Joe, Matt Riddle, uh, any writers I've wanted to bring on. He's been more than accommodating in doing so. And we are not done. We are still looking for wrestling, MMA, boxing personalities. So send in some recommendations, guys. But yeah, uh, much much love for Vince Russo and best of luck. Lots of cool stuff coming to Fightful.com, Jeffrey. But tell Mm -hmm. them about Shake Them Ropes. Well, we are going to be recording about a half hour after I get off of here. Rob's back. Rob also took a trip to Austin yesterday. We'll see if he wants to talk about that. Hint, hint. Hey. Uh, hey, that's hey, people keep asking. Oh, why not Rob McCarron? Rob McCarron's got some other stuff going on. Yeah, he's he's pretty darn great, and uh, great things yes. may be coming from him. But uh, we'll finally get around to that stupid Kurt Angle Shawn Michaels match I've been plugging for the past four weeks, I think, and uh, just general WWE stuff. Uh, talking about the lead up to Survivor Series. Lots of cool stuff there as well. Somebody says Sean Rossap. When are you going to turn heel on the podcast? I think I have before. I think he already is. Yeah. That's sad, but I'm the sweet one. Yeah. (laughs) Somebody says, can you get Mr. Glenn Gilbernetti to replace Russo on a podcast for Friday? I thought about that. I've I've talked with Glenn before, actually. Uh, I personally would like to see a thing where maybe I have a rotating guest every week, but it's the same one each week. Like the first week, somebody says, get David Bixen span. David Bixon's fan works for a competitor and therefore yeah. is unable to be hired by Fightful.com. Mm-hmm. Love you, David. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had conversations with wrestlers, with MMA fighters. Some stuff is coming, guys. I'm working on some stuff, but I'm taking my time. That way I can make sure the right thing is is on Fightful.com because Vince is a very tough personality to replicate. I don't want to replicate him. I just want to... Get someone on here who is as interesting. You all really liked our Matt Riddle show last week, and that's the format that that show is going to be from here on out. I'm not going to try to force it into being a news show because we've got a lot of those. We've got a lot of them. And if there's times like where we go a few days without a podcast, I'll probably post a news update. Uh, subscribe to us on YouTube. Leave us a thumbs up. That stuff really, really helps. Somebody throwing out some like other youtuber names no i don't want gimmicks guys i do not want somebody who is a gimmick absolutely not that's not what we're about um anything you want to leave the people with jeff before we go maybe harambe to be your co-host he got presidential (laughs) votes yeah he has somebody he has a national following (laughs) somebody asked me why i didn't write myself in as constable of the town i live in i'm not going to say the town i live in but I was like, well, here's why. Because I feared that my wife would also sarcastically do it and I might win. Because <laughs> <laughs> my town isn't big and I don't, I don't want that. <laughs> don't you put that hurt on me, Ricky Bobby. I don't want it. Guys, until next time, uh, we are back with Showdown Joe tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, Matt Riddle tomorrow, I, I think. He's going to be in New York this weekend for Evolve, so... He's got a busy weekend. He'll be at the site of UFC 205, I'm sure. 
Lots of cool stuff, guys. As always, I love saying lots of cool stuff because we have so much cool stuff. We have lots of cool stuff. Fifle.com. Lots of cool stuff. Bye. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.